As always, welcome back to another episode of the Muscle and the Hustle podcast, motherfucker. He see, he seen me hit record there. I thought I had him. I thought I had him. You, no, no, no. I see the finger. You do like a pronounced like flick. I know what you're I, do. I think I'm DJing here. Is that what you're stand up doing? That do you know we shite dance every DJ does where they do the two hands forward and as if like I don't, I don't, know. I don't do them things. What do you do? I feel like that would be the hardest part. We're getting really off topic, Stuart. But um, well, anybody listening right now, I'm sure you're like, I would do like you know, the head pulse and then you know where the one hand goes up as if you're. I, I do that. I do the wee bit of the one hand and ne- I, I fucking never go two hand. Two hands, two dick, Eddie. Um, two hand is like I'm Jesus Christ. I do a wee bit of. People say that I'm a wild man for like shuffling side by side. Oh, but really? I only noticed it actually on some, on Tuesday night for the first time in ages because the, the person who says it was there on Tuesday night and they were like, see what I mean? And I was like, I fucking actually do. But no, I don't do, I don't do that. The, there is a DJ kind of dance that people do and, and there's, a, there's a techno DJ dance as well. Um, And I, I don't do, I don't do any of them. I just... I don't know. Sometimes I fucking you could be lost in the world and you're thinking all other stuff and just thinking of the music and other times you're giving it loads. But um, I think sometimes the over dancing's a wee bit weird. Yeah, especially the especially if Shane can do uh, too much. If the, the I, I noticed the video earlier, I'll not say names because the person no, I well, definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, they were dancing more than the people in the crowd were dancing. And I was dying inside for them. Because the people in the crowd clearly weren't getting the song. He was fucking love of life, so fair play to him. <laughs> but he was having a far better time than the people in the audience. I was just like, oh, I don't really, I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't have posted that video. <laughs> but but then again, sure, what the fuck's my opinion matter? But anyway, we're back yeah. for another week. Sure. That The chart-topping podcast is back. New country added to the list. Where are we now? Canada. Gee, well, no, a lot of my following is now in Canada uh, because so. we got a review from a person in Canada as well thank you very much for that is I appreciate it quite a lot uh, somebody in the fitness last industry last week's podcast has got to be my favourite or one of them it seems to be a lot of people's yeah got a lot of messages for it got a lot of messages uh, private messages got a, f- a couple of people said to me as well came up to me um, definitely had home with a lot of people and Excellent. that's kind of Oh, at the end of the day that's that's the reason we're doing this you know people are, are always saying the same, they always say the same thing thanks for being raw and honest but the thing about this we have we don't know what other way to be and that's the long and you know that's the long and short of it we don't know how to be any other way other than just no. be ourselves and be honest i seen somebody wrote underneath one of your things I would love to know how this guy is in real life and not on social media and you sent him to the podcast Straight away, yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. I am. Um, the podcast is more like a like you need to. I think when people hear me on Instagram and then hear me here, they're like, "Fuck, that's two different people." It's not yeah. like every person is multi-dimensional. So what I want you to realize is I am still like the big energy lunatic, but at the same time, whenever there's me in my bedroom now at nine o'clock at night in Dubai. I don't be roaring about the place like there's It'll a balance where whenever I get up at 6am I do wake Joseph which is the videographer living with me I do wake him by howling and slapping his door and going let's have a fucking great day like I literally am up and at it but it's 
it's like a part of you. Like I think a lot of people think like these people are switched on 24 seven. It's like McGregor. McGregor is switched on at times. And then over time, he's going to be more mellow. It's people, it's your different personalities around different people. Like how I am around my family versus my mom versus my sister versus yeah. the first date. They're all still me. It's not me putting on a facade. It's just different sides. And I think, as you said, the podcast definitely gives you the more in depth look at me. I think more than it gives you a real thought of my thought process and behind things in the same way yourself. But also go, everybody has, like a business side, a corporate side, a, f- a normal, you know, their normal side. Like, Tony's not going in to buy a house howling like a wolf to the fucking band showing them about. You know, there has to be a time because you know what? Certain people in life aren't ready for if you if you're a high energy person. There is certain people in your life that aren't going to be ready for that high energy. No, they're going to completely shit. The and then it. there's other people that need it. Because they feed off other people's energy, so you can't like any person you know. It, like they said a lot about comedians. Comedians are actually some of the saddest people in the world because they spend so much of their time trying to be funny that they don't actually enjoy. They can't enjoy humor as much as other people because they they they've kind of taken away the the fun out of humor and turned it into like a like a business or a science. I remember reading that someone about it was around the time of uh, Robin Williams died. But thanks so much for all the messages about last week. Uh, we kind of that's why we wrote awesome podcast afterwards, and uh, because we we kind of had a feeling that it was going to uh, hit home with a lot of people, and it sure did. And it's it's yeah. uh, it's, it's definitely it's definitely going down a street. We haven't really picked the topic for this week because we don't normally pick talk about topics. Um, we do have one question that came in a while ago. Um, I sent it to Tony earlier So it's Hi Mickey Tony Long time female listener here Love the podcast I know you often talk about The fitness industry Being oversaturated And that combined That combined With not believing in myself Enough probably to pursue a career in it Has kept me out of it really For years But I've went through A lot of different jobs And none of them interest me Like health and fitness If you're being brutally honest Do you think someone That's coming into the industry In 2023 Can make a career Out of coaching And actually help people Thank you I think you can answer that and I think I'd say the main thing that's held you back the entire time is yourself and yeah. cream raises to the top if you're going to come in and you really have a mission and a vision and where you want to go yeah. then I don't see any reason why you couldn't I just believe that that is just like almost not a copy but it's like you're looking for me to say yes go ahead or no you don't like you're you're looking a story off me but the main thing is whether you think you can or you think you can't it's, it's either it's one of the things where like I'm not going to be like the person loads of people look up to for training in 20 years time you know everybody comes and goes so it's one of them things where for me I honestly feel like you, you're just it's like turning around and going well can I open up an ice cream shop or can I open up another restaurant like people do that every single year and the thing is the ones that do well are the ones that just do better than other people and it's not just the terms of the food it's the market it's everything and that's the thing with coaching that you need to realize and I think a lot of people get mixed up with this now if you're going to be a coach in 2023, you're not just a coach. Oh, you're, you're a business you're, owner. That's the main thing I want to really highlight is you are your marketing. You are your sales. Like if you're not going to post on Instagram every day and I, if you're not going to actually get in and take people for free sessions, you're not willing to build the hard yards. Like I think people forget like, I, I, Mickey, you probably, I don't know what I charged. Mickey, how long ago were you on me for coaching? Would you 2017, say five, five years ago, five, five and a half. Yeah, so like anybody that doesn't know how my coaching started, like this is this is seeing where I say this to people I mentor, the shit the bed because they're like, what? It was like twelve. It was about two hundred pound a month. I I I charged for the first year I was coaching. I first person was free. Only coached him. Took him for sessions for free for thirty weeks. 
second person I coached I coached for seven pound a week uh, wouldn't take on another client until he got a result so it was about a year of coaching uh, for seven pound a week and I was taking them for sessions and all seven pound a week a week uh, in the second year I charged a tenner a week in the third year I charged 20 pound a week and in the third th- midway through the third I went to 30 pound a week uh, so I don't know you probably I think it was in in ra- I think it was in around like 20 like it was like I think it was like 24 25 it was like a hundred quid a month if even. Uh, it was something. It was something like that. It was like a hundred quid a month. But because I, I remember, I remember thinking to myself, "This can't last forever," <laughs> because the results you were getting were just like uh, fucking week after week after week. You were just putting up these mental results, and more people were contacting me about, "Oh fuck, Jake, you take me on?" Because at that stage, I think you were you weren't taking on clients. I couldn't cope with you the, could, I, the funniest thing is I couldn't cope with the amount of people wanting on. I still wouldn't raise my prices because it was like oh, I've only been in the game a while. You know what? And I was very like, oh, I only want five to ten people. I want everybody getting results. I was very conscious of like I didn't want people paying me and not getting results. So like, I was the sort of cunt like saying nine people, ten people joining me, and the last person wasn't implementing. Like I, I would write like I'd be like, you need to come up to my house. We need to have a cup of tea. And we need to talk through things. I was like a fucking counselor. And a lot of the people who remember me, who coached with me the first three years, I had this rule where I had to meet you. So I made people drive up to my house and I would talk them through exercises in my house, in a gym, or it was a, it was extreme. See, now that I look back at it, I'm like, how did I used to talk to people for dad plans? I remember one lad coming up to my house and he was like, I don't know how to cook. And I taught him how to like turn on an oven and like fry, just fry everything. Like, cause obviously I knew fuck all, but like people, it was, you know, I tell people about them hard yards. Yeah. People be like, oh, fuck out for coaching. Like, if, you, if you're if you not willing to do them yards, you're never getting to the altitude you want. And it's just a, it's that, that that's the difference in the long run. Uh, but yeah, no, honestly, I feel like anything you want to do, you can do. What? You just really do have to sort of really back yourself. Not even back yourself. You just have to be willing to keep working until it works because it's not going to work initially. You're, you're 100% going to fail. Just realize that success and failure are not two different roads. No. They're the same road. You just feel first would you say that if you were going in in 2023 you would go in as a niche coach as not a general pop like you wouldn't go i am just like a a fat loss coach you would would you date like i've, I've seen people in podcasts talking about it like you would dial oh. it down and go i'm i'm training this sort of person and i'm gonna be i'm gonna make sure i'm the best at training this type of population would you do that or would you you know go in as a it's like I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm one for everybody. Been like, a, I, like, you see, uh, I've always been the sort of thought process of where, like, with me personally, I sort of don't stress with that. Like, I, if you really want to coach one type of individual, that's fine. And a lot of people say when you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. But see, for me personally, like, I generally just enjoy coaching a mix of people. Like, I find just coaching men, just coaching women, I find it slightly boring. I almost like a challenge. It sounds yeah. a bit uh, nuts. But it's one of them things where like I always sort of outline that to people. I'd be like, look, it doesn't it doesn't stress me in that sense of the word. It's one of them things where like if you're coming into the into the realm now, like it's not that big of a deal in my opinion. I think people overestimate that. Like it's like if you're a good coach, you'll stand out regardless, do you know? Yeah. It's a lot like I think the the coaching industry's got it's a lot like DJing. And then the DJ industry, you can't just be a coach. You have to be your own marketing manager. You have to be your own fucking content creator. You know, you have to be your own almost accountant. You know, there's so many different barrels until you get to a certain level that you have to do it all yourself and create it all yourself. And 
that's the sort of like there's none you can't just go in and go i'm just a coach you are wearing 20 hats but the one thing people will always want to be healthy and so there's never no then the number of clients that are available in the world if you're online or in your gym is is going to be endless it's just doing your job uh, and get going the grab going to the street now and grab grab something that's overweight or grab something that's confident in their body die like like if you want somebody that's confident in their body, you're going to be away. If you want somebody fat, you get somebody fat in about two minutes. Well, I, that, uh, that's a, that's the thing. So I won't say your name, but hopefully that has shed a wee bit of light in it. I would say go for it, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, you, if you're in a job at the minute that you're not liking and it's something that's the only thing that you're really truly interested in, give it a go. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, fuck it. You know, it just might not work out but you know what it could be a slow burner just give it a good lash and fucking go at it and, you know like everything yeah don't don't I'm a bit of an I'm not a thinker I'm a doer like I know that sounds yeah. like a cheesy Wolf Hogan thing but like I don't really think things through like I flipped a coin to quit the fire service and go after my dream, my, my coaching yeah. like, so it's just one of them things like it just stop teasing yourself with the idea of it either go for it or shut the fucker down and that's really Aye. it's in my eyeline for you because always you're just melting your own fucking brain well that's it too you know exactly if you, you know if you're not going to do it stop thinking about it because you're just going to drive yourself fucking mental like i had a, I had a I meet fucking... i had a meet my boy yesterday and, and he harped back about something we talked about years ago and i kind of said to him you know this in a couple of years i want to do this want to do that want to do this and he and I, I i've done it and he says you know i went away from that meeting thinking you're fucking mental and I was like, yeah, but I just, you know, it's something I really wanted to do. And it, and it wasn't that far, in my opinion, it wasn't that far ahead. But he was like, yeah, but he goes, I never thought of anything that way. And I went away from the meeting going, geez, that man is fucking a lunatic. If he thinks that's, you know, this is going to happen. But that's the difference, you know, than something that you want to do and something you, you say you're going to do and something you actually do. You know, that's very yeah. different. You'll just, it's hate to steal it from Nike, but just do it. No, just do it and fucking if it cry. Yeah, I think it's like that. Do you know what I think is an interesting topic too? I think one of the topics was uh, that relates to this is do you see the QA I got asked earlier about confidence with women? What are you what like I don't mean to say but like I me and you went over dating and stuff before as well. I feel like a you, lot of I feel like a lot of everything is just how caught up you get in your own head and the fact that like you you analyze decisions and yeah. I think it's very important to remember that nothing really really matters. Like in a hundred years' time, like all your clothes, all your jewelry, all your cars, all your, your house, like you're literally just borrowing everything. No matter how much you think you own it, you're only borrowing it until you're dead anyway. And then the thing is Jesus. we we only really have that sort of the enjoyment of now. And I think a lot of people get caught up in like the i need safety i need security like yeah, yeah, yeah majority yeah. of people who live and listen to this podcast will probably never be homeless no matter how bad decisions they make they'll have somebody to take them in they can live at home you might not live the high quality life you want because maybe you take risks and stuff but at the same time like it's it, you can be if you're not happy with a cup of coffee you're not going to be happy in a yacht if you're not happy in work now you're not going to be happy down the line it's one of these things where you put you delay your decision making and indecision is actually probably the main killer of happiness because you're comparing this dream lifestyle and then trying to give yourself objections and then even in terms of like the the fact of like walking up to a woman and having a conversation these are the things that you build up so much in your head that you actually take the enjoyment away from it whereas every single experience whether you do or you don't or whether you go up to a woman or not or whether you go on a date or wherever you start a business it should be enjoyable and i think people are losing that now especially with this like ideal of success that 
it's more money it's more follower for me like for example i worked oh i worked this morning from like 6 a.m to like 4 p.m or 5 p.m and then me and uh, joseph went up for sushi and i goes look mate he goes where do you want to go you've worked really hard all day like you pick and i goes mate you pick and i'll just get a laugh and i goes look i would walk past sushi place and i goes you dan i go in there and he goes yeah obviously dan and I, like to me just the enjoyment of it. like you can stress about where you're going for food you can stress about where you're taking on so many other yeah. days but if you are not enjoying every single moment to the best of your ability not to the point where you're stressed about enjoying it but to the point of where you're enjoying the challenge you're enjoying i mean properly properly enjoying it like you, you're probably losing what i feel is like the best part or the best years of your life because you're getting too caught up in the what can go wrong rather than what can go right and either way no matter what goes wrong and what goes right there is you're still going to die you're still going to make wrong decisions you're still going to think you made the wrong decision the right decision and the thing is all you need to do is just try and enjoy what you can and do what you feel is right and stop letting anybody else or anything else hold you back because with the, where you are right now you're just trapping yourself in this negative mind like see, even asking that question it shows where your thought process is and yeah. that's something that you need to work on with your journal and work on with your mindset and then where the mind goes the body will follow and so will the business like you can't launch a successful coaching business not unsure if it's going to go well because it definitely won't it's like if you if you come against me, me in a race and you think you're going to lose or there's a possibility you might lose versus say me that says i'm going to win you've already lost like the right? odds the yeah you've already lost in your mind so the thing is it's just that sort of thing it's like if you if me and you if me and say me and you got in a nice bath right now if you're listening to this and i was like i'm not getting out until you get out so that's how like the conor mcgregor thing remember did you remember that? You, you, what was that conor mcgregor on the ultimate fighter him and michael chandler they did a competition who could stay in the knife bath the longest dana white hit the roof because he was like what the fuck he's doing these are two of the most competitive people in the world they stayed in the ice bath for 39 minutes at two degrees. He fucking went. First? The two of them, no, the, promote, the producer had to walk in and go, right, guys, this is fucking done. This is mental. You, you know, they weren't, none of them were giving up. They were shaking. They couldn't even speak. But the two of them would not give up. And Dana White was like, he's put a, he dangled a cart in front of the two of the most competitive people in the world. They were going to die before giving up. He goes, you can't fucking do that. He went mental that they that they stayed in that long. But that's what you just said. Like if you're if you're like if you've the confidence, if if someone says, you know, even if they're good, but they're like, Oh fuck, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Once you have a lack of confidence, you're gonna let other people in. Like that's that's the thing. Other people are gonna steal your crown, other people are gonna do everything. It's like I I seen that thing about confidence and chatting to cares. You know, the other problem is, and I find it now, especially more with social media and Tinder and stuff, a lot of people are full of confidence writing to people online. But when they actually meet them in the bar, they don't know how to talk to them and they don't know how to like act because not not that they're a keyboard warrior, but they're like the the the, the positive version social of a skills. keyboard warrior. Either social skills are so lacking because people put such a they put such a value on stuff like Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and, and fucking DM and girls and sliding into girls' DMs and different stuff that when they actually go out and talk to girls, they struggle to actually the social skills. And they even have the social skills to even talk to their friends is fucking hard. Like the amount of times you walk into a place now and everybody's got their head on their phone at the table while they're drinking pints or drinking cocktails, it's fucking nuts. Like, like it's confidence comes. Like that's, a, that's a funny one where, where do you think confidence comes from comes from a couple of things so confidence firstly in a 
job role or anything comes from even talking to women confidence comes from confidence Success, right and confidence yeah. is being able to do something so yeah. whenever you think of how do you get good at doing something it's from reps it's from repetition so for me it's reps and keeping your promises so for example it's if i say that i'm going to get up at 6 a.m and i hit the snooze button i just want you to realize that so many people do that right and every time you hit that snooze button and you don't keep your word to yourself you're literally breaking yourself down or building yourself up so like the thing is see if i tell like for example i tell joseph every morning he's like what time are we getting up at and i'm like oh we'll get up at x and he's like i'm so used to like he, like he, he's so used to not not hitting the snoo but the case of like that if i'm up at six and he, like he he knows that i'm getting up at that time it's not like oh generally maybe be up or is he be like he said he probably won't probably get up at half it's one of the things where i feel like you're constantly even in this life you're constantly building yourself up or you're constantly breaking yourself down by your yeah, decisions, yeah. your habits, your routines. And it's these small things that people don't see. It's like whenever you're in the gym and you're leaving reps in the tank, you, 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 nobody else will know that. Yeah. You will know that. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then the thing is, your result will show that. Yeah. That That's where it's frustration. It's like, you can see the the lifestyle I have where I'm living, the the income, and it's maybe in street. And that's all from the reps you haven't seen. That's from the fact that I've been in podcasts with you for the last three years. I've been coaching Sundays for the last fucking I don't know how long. It's it's the reps that nobody sees that builds your confidence and then that builds your confidence. And for me, you, you see whenever you start to get really good at stuff uh, and you hold your promises, people respond differently to you. They treat you with respect. And then when they treat you with respect and you get confidence, it builds you more. See now when people meet me, they treat me totally different to how they treated me three years ago. And it's not because of the following of the money. It's because they know of the, it's the know of the standard and the values and the character of a person I yeah. am rather than what I'm worth or anything like that. And I feel like for me, confidence comes from keeping them small promises to yourself and then always reflecting and looking at what's not good. Like for example, I remember outlining you last October that I felt like a real, uh, I don't love the term high value, value meal, but I like the idea of like yeah. uh, having like a code of, not a code of conduct, but like general things that as a meal build your confidence. So for me, that is being not only physically strong looking, but actually being physically capable. So that includes like being able to handle yourself. And I'm not saying go out and start fights, but that was the reason I started an MMA with, with Daggy was because I was like, do you know what? If something kicked off, I'd be okay. But there's a difference between being okay and like full on being able to handle yourself. So getting your fuck kicked in or at least head in by an MMA fighter a couple nights a week is going to help you there. And I did I really want to do that? No, but then... I definitely walk a bit more confident now. You know, I, I'm able to handle confrontation a bit better, more calm. So these things are all building you up and it's looking for these chinks in your armor. Like if you're really shit with talking to women, it's like, right, well, how do I get good at that? And it's like, just start some conversations. You don't need to go out and be like, I'm going to pull every woman. Just start talking to women. It can be yeah. somebody at fucking 50 first start. It can be somebody, Joe, you know, it doesn't matter what way you start. You just need to start with reps. It's like, if you, if you ever see all these, there's actually courses for stuff like this. And do you know what they usually do? Like, for example, I've, I've seen, I've, there's a really famous YouTuber and I know that part of his course, and I'll not say who it is, part of his course is about pulling women and talking to them. And in the first, in the first week, you just have to stop one woman a day for a conversation. You don't even stop her. You just need a conversation. You need, even if you just talk and there's not really much said, just something you wouldn't normally do. Say you're in line Starbucks and you go, ooh, can't wait for this. You just bring a bit of energy and you go, ooh, can't wait for this. And you're like, what do you normally get when you go to Starbucks? And you just start a normal conversation. Like, that's not even that invasive when people are like, oh, I don't know about that. See if you bring the right energy to that. Like, see when I walk in, like I walked into Hagenaz earlier and I, I walked and he goes, oh, I cannot wait for this. And, laughed. and I goes, and I was like, look, I know I'm like a child excited for ice cream. I was like, if you're not getting salted caramel, 
please leave this leave this shop and the, she started laughing and then she was like no you know i'm getting strawberry cheesecake i was like who even gets that like i was like what and then before you know it it's just a conversation that's flowing yeah. you know because you brought energy and you're you're confident with it but it's not like i'm trying to pull that person it's just you need to start treating them like you're on a pedestal and i feel like would you not agree with me that confidence comes from competence like it comes from the yeah. promises it comes from the reps but it it comes from sticking yourself out there and i always explain it like a muscle i'm always like you yes. either train you either train or you lose it so you're constantly building it up or you're breaking it down so you're not putting in the work it's not going to get better yeah but it's, it's also you said it with a high value meal no it's got a lot of connotations of the person that says that but and the bottom line of it is if you don't value yourself you will not have confidence in fucking anything if you think you're shade at this, shade at that, not the best at this, no good at this, no good at that, you'll not have confidence in anything. But it's like anything else, you said, it's the reps. I'm not telling we're not saying to go out and fucking chat to every girl. But if you just, like, be it a chat to girls or chat to guys, if you just actually speak to people, you'll soon realise everybody's the same. Everybody's got the same bits and nerves. That, you know, everybody, if you're a single, and, or if you're a single person, you're going out, everybody's got the kind of same same you know fears and the same expectations it's you know i think well my confidence i think comes from like you no know, whatever success i would say confidence comes from success but it's the same thing confidence comes from uh, positive things anything positive you can take confidence from it and that's so as simple as that. Anything, anything positive. Even negative, I think. Do you not? Know, do not think like I think. For example, if you were walk over a woman and she turns you down, I'd be like, fur, like, fur, like. See, if we were sitting in a pub, Mickey, and you goes to me, I think she's stunning, and you go, and I goes, just go over and have a conversation. See if you went over and she turned around you and goes, get the fuck away from me. I'd be like, fair, fair play. You for oh, I nods to walk over there, and then that. Oh, although people feel like that rejection turns them down. It's another rep, and it's also I guarantee you, like I've been rejected before. I'm sure you have too, Mickey. Oh, and it's not like they're turning around and going fuck off the boyfriend, or they just don't want a bit. And th- it actually makes you be like, well, I'm glad I shot my shot because you'll not go, oh, what if? I right, well, I was rejected. I just I don't know the girl actually probably listened to this podcast. I was rejected by a girl. I'd say about oh, a while ago now, like, and shot the shot, got shot down. She gave a valid reason to shoot down. I was like, you know what? I respect that. Don't make it weird between us now. And she was like, it won't be weird. And I was like, fair enough. And it hasn't been weird. But I fancied shooting the shot because she was cool. She was good crack. But I like even there were rejection. Some people I I I rejection does not Men hate saying that. Men hate that. Like I respect the fact you said that because like, Oh I like, like she she, she will be listening to this podcast, like so she's gonna fucking give out the way. But like I no, I don't mind rejection. I the thing that would annoy me more would be the regret of not trying, not or not like asking because maybe like there could be something there or whatever, and there's there's not, so that's fine. But Stephanie had me back before. I was oh, like, I've been like, oh, I don't want to get rejected in front of people. Like Stephanie, been the mindset of me, definitely, definitely before. I've I've, I've seen that before in my head. But it's not. It's I, normal for people to fear of better rejection. I, I'm very interested to go out there into this open space and see. How See, things get so on. would you What's be worried? Right? Then I get fucking second to fucking talk. Would you be worried about people going after you for your following? People have said this to me, and honestly, like I see, I don't really look at it like I look at that like that sort of part and partial of me to an extent. If you get me, yeah. Like, like I, I don't know like I don't think it like people say like oh flight chasers like 
I don't know. Like, I have a bit of a cult following now. Like, if you look at my Facebook and stuff, like, it's just full of howling and yeah, like, full yeah. of wolf memes and people writing underneath stuff. And I think my ones would be quite like. I think you would know. I think you can just tell. Oh like, no, you can tell. Like, I like I I have a firm rule: no fans. Anybody that I see like coming to all the gigs, you know, you can always tell a wee bit. But it's probably harder for you because, like, I I would see them in a in a physical place. You know what I mean? So I can go, oh, Shibi's at all the gigs, and then they'd be in your DMs or whatever afterwards. And there's just there's just there's wee traits that kind of show. You can see the traits. They all do the same sort of wee things. But with you, it'd be harder because you no, know, you're 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 an online entity. There's no like come and see me in this place and then you keep seeing the same person in the places but I just often wonder because well I would say my, like, my, don't get me wrong in my DMs this is me being brutally honest I would say my DMs were a lot busier before I went from they were they were busy I would say they were moderately busy from like 10 to 30 I would say from 30 to 110 was pretty pretty hectic and I would say once I passed about 80,000 it, it's definitely went slower but I yeah. think that's because most people don't assume I reply so like for example like even whenever I reply to a mail that comments to me now or replies to my DM they're like oh my god I wasn't expecting a reply like yeah. I am at 468 as of today so I'm very close to half a million on Facebook of 611,000 or so or 12,000 I've about 300k on TikTok so between all platforms I've roughly about 1.4 million and it, it it is quite a lot of people but it's one of the things where like it, people get overwhelmed when I reply to them in a fucking comment on Facebook never mind if I was to fucking so I definitely think less females shoot their shot in terms of that I've noticed that unless I'm just getting uglier but uh, I think also that happens with like very beautiful women out in the streets and stuff like that. I think people will be surprised like how many normal actually cool guys chat them up rather than all the creepers like but because you notice that like not every good looking woman is getting chatted left right and center especially some single women over the long term because a lot of men don't have the cojones to actually fucking speak to them oh why if a girl is like utterly stunning a lot of fellas won't have the balls to approach them in person now they'll fucking slide on their DMs and chat all sorts of mad stuff but when it comes to in person like I, I know I'm thinking of a girl in particular that I had a conversation with not so long ago and she was saying like no fellas chat to her on a night out in Belfast like nobody she's stunning stunning like absolutely stunning and if you if you would if you would watch her if you would watch her Instagram you would think that no she's very Instagrammy she's very she's very influencer like but they see that as like hard but she's absolutely the polar opposite like she's the most like she would she'd be the person that would make conversation with anyone in the queue at Starbucks. But if you yes. only seen her from her Instagram, you'd be like, "Oh well, fuck, she's clearly out of my league." But she's the polar opposite. And she was saying last day I was speaking to her, she was like, "Like no fellas chat to me on nights out." She's like, like nobody. She goes all, not, all it's all girls chatter about fashion and about clothes and all, but fellas just be looking and watching, like looking over the shoulder, seeing her, and looking away, and then. Sliding under DMs that night, going all seeing you in fucking Ollies or seeing you in the heart bar oh, tonight. That's, that's fucking loser. Like. And then she's like, Why didn't you speak to me? Like, she's literally just for badness calling them out, going, Why did you just not say hello? And they're like, Oh, fuck, I couldn't say hello. Like. But she was like, that, wrong, no, But that is like, I've noticed like a few girls that like, if I've like met them out and spoke to them 
or whatever and then even though I don't have a big following like they would go onto my Instagram see whatever it is followers she'd be like oh, they, and they would like get weird and like oh fuck you know I didn't realise you did this and did that and, and even there like since coming back from Australia like I've had ones going oh you'd be too busy and all to meet up because you'd be around these places and all like what the f-? no you're just throwing obstacles out there fuck we didn't see fucking die we didn't see- where does he fucking mine? Tony, where does he? Tony the Wolf Jim now in Dubai, and like I was, I was walking through the other day, and all I heard was, ar, ar, ar. and then I, my immediate reaction was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna hold back here, and I held back, and I was like, this, <laughs> oh, that's a bit fucking. Well, these things where, oh man, I love it. It's fucking great. Would you ever it's get a wolf tattoo? What? Get a wolf tattoo. I probably would get a wolf tattoo, yeah, no sweat. Get a wee get wolf, a wolf, get a wee wolf head in the back uh, of the calf. What? Get a wee on wolf head on the calf. So, no, if I was going to get a tattoo, I'd like it on the... I think I would like it on my shin or my forearm. I think, oh, I think shin would be shin cool. So right, wouldn't it? No, I, would, I don't know what sort of... I will. I would like a tattoo. I think I, I would. I'd probably like something like a... I don't know. I think something, something sentimental. I just need to take my time, and there's never a rush. People rush into things. It's not about that. It's all about meaning. You know yourself. But anyway, yes. Cutting out a wee bit there. It's that. It's a very normal person, and the thing is, I am. Don't get me wrong. I'm like a big personality person, but at the same time, like I'm like a, a gym work relax sort of person. Like so, it's you know, like yourself. You have to. ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、ぞ、
a lot of will you do X for X price <laughs> and will you send me boxers? Will you send me socks? Will you send me your headbands? <laughs> how, how much for dirty messages with howls and stuff? I mean, it's fucking weird. Oh. Uh, a lot of people want an OnlyFans, like very surprisingly. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Like, it's like people are writing going, it has to be only a matter of time now because of they're pretty sure that the following's built so much. Now, my following is 91% male as of today. So there is quite a large, that's still 10% things are out of my following. There's still about 45,000 females, but that is 400,000 plus males on Instagram alone. I wonder why I don't know. But yeah, there? some of them are very hungry. I'm not going to lie. Some of them are we would. Don't get me wrong. Like, if I messaged a woman that, like, if I messaged a woman going, send me your, how much to send me your knickers? Like, that is fucking mental. We, I, uh, oh, fuck it. That's geo. So we are 77% male. 20, no shock. 22% female. So shout out to the females for sticking by us. Age group, age group, 42%, 23 to 27, 29%, 28 to 34. And 18 to 22, 14%, they're the three biggest. And then just the areas in the world. UK, Ireland, Australia, United States, Canada, United Arab Emirates, Netherlands, Spain, Qatar, New Zealand, Germany, Norway, Guernsey, Sweden. It's an interesting one, confidence and dating and the opposite sex, but I feel like it is just a lot of a uh, internal pressure. Like, you know, when people go to move job or they, there's so many different things that we just overthink and overanalyze. And I feel like that is definitely like one of the main things that people do that really hinders them long-term that they just don't, they don't look up to their headspace and think, right, well, what is the worst that comes from this situation and what is the right decision for me right now? And a lot of the time, that, that's what, honestly, I think does hold us back massively in the long Fear run. rejection, and, I, that's like... Joe, you have to get out of your own head. I think a lot of people don't spend enough time journaling or, like, it's been the main game changer for me is just analyzing why I'm thinking like that, right? What do I want? Where where, where am I going now? And really being a person of the character, morals, and values and asking yourself, like, when you think about it, like, wh- who do you want to be? Do you want to be the person that walks over to the woman and asks them out, or do you want to be the person that sends them a t- text message at four in the morning saying, are you up? And then uh, align yourself with that. It's like, whenever somebody comes to me and they're always like, oh, I want money, I want to be successful, I want to be financially free. And I'm like, right, well, what what habits, routines, and rituals does that sort of individual have? Yeah. And then you need to mimic that for time. It's like, how do you become confident? Do what a confident individual does for time, and you will naturally become it. They look after their body, they look after their mind, they put themselves out in tough social situations Joe all these things add up over time and I think a lot of people forget that like people aren't born confident they aren't born not stressing like people aren't they're having that either but it's like we let these habits come about without us even realising yeah yeah no 100% it's do you, you like I'm a yeah, if you're not like, I'm, I'm a person that. of action that has always been me but I know people that are they're not people of action. They're people of maybe they're that you don't want to say it, but they're all talk sort of thing, and they're very little action. But sometimes they're action. I am more a person of action. If something, if you look at a girl across the bar, you look at a girl you like, or there's a girl you want to talk to, or you want to like get to know that you think you might like. I'm the sort of person I'll just go, you know what, fuck it, and I'll be straight up and honest, and just you know reach out to them or find out a bit about them or find out a middle ground or something. But, it, but it's it's one of those things where if you don't you'll never know and it's probably worse never knowing you know it's same it as applying applying for that job if you're afraid of loot not you know afraid of not getting the fucking rub of the thing 
you know, just go for it. And if you don't get the job, you might get it the next time, or you might get a different one. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things where confidence comes. Confidence comes with practice. Podcast. It's a bit of a tangent, a bit of a, a, a rabbit hole, but bit of a rabbit I think hole. That, I think there's good insights in that. Like it's just a case of like there's nothing. Spe- there's no special secret sauce to confidence. Like no. it's like the relay done. But I think look, we'll we'll call it there, and we'll maybe dive into part two because I feel like this is something a lot of people struggle with. But we can see and. Look, thank you all for tuning in. The likes, the the shares on the podcast have been great, but there's not enough, like, see, even the amount of motherfuckers who listen to this, uh, very little shares, but even if you share it with a friend, you don't post it in your story, that's enough for us. Just as long as you know that somebody could get value from this, we're just looking to spread the message and impact more lives. Also, if so you go on like, to... share, sorry. review, we'd appreciate it. Also, if you go on to, when you're on Spotify, there is a Q&A set up on the podcast on Spotify where you can write in something about the episode if you want to write in stuff in there. And we are the only people that can see that. So a lot of people have been using it in the last few weeks. So thank you for that. And yeah, we'll see you next time.